0: On the Indo-American News Radio quiz show.
1: I think I no. know this.
3: Indo American News.
2: Hello, everybody. I have to turn my mic on. You know, this is Jawahar, and this is Indo American News Radio. We are going to be going into our interview segment right after we finish the unplugged segment with these charming young girls. Yes. Who, who had us in, in stitches here. At yeah, some they moment. were
4: so chatty and talkative and they were really having a blast.
2: Right. Unfortunately, we didn't have as much time as they needed. In they wa- to
4: they <laughs> wanted every question to be repeated, all the options to be repeated. So
2: Right. So this is a typical... So we had
4: to kind of rush through the last couple of rounds.
2: So so if you were listening to us then and you enjoyed it, then you should certainly make it a point of calling in right, right now. Right now. Yeah.
5: So <laughs> I, Actually, we want to look for older... Um, um, listeners, because I think they're more aware of current affairs. Mature.
2: Well, well the the week before, last week, we yeah. had we had seniors with us, right? Yes.
5: And they were, were, they very, were very well uh,
2: knowledge. Right, right, but these were more fun. <laughs> no, but these
4: people knew some of it. But yeah, I was disappointed with some of the. Right, but later uh, later but uh, the, but if you if you if you're
2: interested in being on the quiz or being on the show, the yeah. interviews, right. 281 277 6874 is the number to call, or you can call us at Indo American News at 713 789 6397, or email us at Indo American News at Yahoo.com. Correct.
4: And Jawar is wearing this jazzy schmazzy shirt today. I know. A Fern leaf on a black background. A black background. You know. And I, so is Promote. Promote shirt is also very nice. Well, very summery. Yeah. yeah. Pramod's but shirt Jawar is not. Jawar's is black in
2: summer.
5: He, he could be playing for New Zealand.
4: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Very very good the point. Black, good observation. Well, well,
2: black ferns. I'm I'm celebrating my 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 freedom for a week. I was in North Carolina for a week. Mm. And I was exposed to something that was very, very precious here. Oh, the
4: driverless Uber? No, 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 no. no. I was
2: exposed to six days of rain. What? Ah. In North Carolina? Yeah, every single day it rained. Oh, wow. We had two days of rain last week. They needed
4: it, I guess.
2: But last night when I came back, the the plane was uh, put on hold in Dallas for three hours because of this high-level clouds. They were coming in and they produced rain in Houston. So I didn't get home. It took me seven hours to get back. Texas, oh,
4: Texas has been badly hit with so many tornadoes. And tornadoes so many little, and little towns have totally Triple digit kind
2: of numbers, triple digit heat. They're unrecognizable. Well, it's
5: a combination. Uh, high heat and then uh, it leads to thunderstorms in the evening at night. And, uh, you know, in India, the monsoons have started. But there's
2: so many people who died of heat exhaustion. Right. In North India. Uh, Just before the monsoons. Right, right. And some of them are, um, uh, well, in some parts of the the continent are really experiencing that. And
4: and some people have died here in Texas because of the tornadoes. Correct. uh, Yeah. Yeah. So if you're an
2: older person, especially a senior person, especially someone as senior as my mom, you should not be sitting outside in the seat like she likes to do. Oh, Uh, my goodness.
4: uh, Yeah, because she's cold all the time. yeah, Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Are you all ready for the lineup or you have your soapbox? I
2: I do just want to point out a couple, one thing. Hopefully, we'll have Tharul Patel with us next. Yes, I'm next
4: going to talk to him this evening when I meet him. Right, next week I for the show. I already talked to him and he's but more than willing. He's a fan of our show. He listens to us. He recognized me right away and he's like, oh, yes, I would love to be on our show. But
2: the, the problem is that... Um, Oh, not so much the problem but the things that are happening right now in the city of Houston races is Michael Kubosh, who was on our show yes he dropped out because yeah. of irregularities in his accounting system right Expensive he account. had called
4: in from Austin right
2: no, no 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 no
5: he was here
4: oh okay he called 30%. in from
2: Houston but irregularities okay. in his uh, in his system in his accounting system that was uh, that were um, revealed by 8K H O U T V yeah and so he's dropped out of the city controller race Raj Salhotra, who was on our program, he dropped out. He dropped out. He said that it was a difficult choice, but he dropped out of the HCC District 4 race. And Amanda Edwards, who was running for mayor, yeah, now she's running for Congress. She dropped out and she's running for the seat that Sheila Jackson Lee currently holds in District 18. Oh, really? Okay,
4: that's interesting.
2: So a lot of so changes.
4: She's been doing the rounds. She's been at every Indian event that I've been to. Mm. Yeah,
2: right. But now suddenly she has a change
4: in the uh, position that she's kind of makes
2: sense. Yeah, because that seat is uh, open now. And she used to be on the staff with Sheila Jackson Lee before. Ah. Oh, okay. Well, as an intern. So mm. anyway, that's that. That's the only. Uh, and so we should do the, the lineup.
4: D- all the Texas Congress folks were very, very. Uh, what should I say, enthusiastic in uh, shaking Modi's hands and getting his autograph and selfies and stuff. This well, is what I saw when he went into... So you're, you're referring
2: Congress. to Narendra Modi being in... Attending the Congress. The in joint, DC. Session, joint the session of Congress. Congress. Well, being in D.C. for two days, right? Yeah, yeah. no, so the,
4: just the inside the Congress...
2: Right so a lot of people from here went over there gleefully taking pictures from a distance or even maybe close I guess I don't know
5: depends on what you're invited to the right. the high, pri- high ticket item was the state dinner right and so and then there was a press conference with Biden and Modi yes i think there were a few indians there right Has and i, tell I think uh, he also addressed a crowd of indo-americans at one of the hotels
6: mm-hmm.
5: so several possible uh Opportunities for Indians to join in. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well,
2: you know, I guess it wasn't a fundraiser, of, of course. No. <laughs> but you had to buy the tickets. Uh, I don't know what what's All going on. All
4: the like. organizations they were invited to go, but I think you go on your own. You pay for your stuff. Right. Yeah.
2: Right. Well, anyway, so, I was close. I was in North Carolina. So not mm-hmm. close enough. Mm, okay. Uh, all right. So, Sanjali so All right, folks.
4: So, here's the lineup. As you know already, we had our session of current affairs quiz, which is called I Think I Know This. And this time we had uh, teenagers with us from the non-profit ACAM. And they were Ananya Gokul, Anantara Gokul, Anthony Shabbat. And uh, they had a great time. We had a great time. So, now for the main segment of our program, which is our guest interviews, our guest lineup for today, uh, June 24th from 4 to 6 p.m., on Indo American News Radio, which is a production of Indo American News, the newspaper. We are on 98.7 FM, and you can also listen to us on the Masala Radio app. By Monday, you can hear the recorded show on podcast, which is uploaded. On Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, and Breaker. We have four years of podcasts and have had over 6,900 hits. Please do support our show. Select follow on our Spotify podcast channel to receive new updates. The more hits we get, the more support we get from Spotify. So please do give us a five-star rating. That would help us a lot. Most of us spend our working lives accumulating items of value, including many financial instruments like life insurance, CDs, stocks, real estate, and so on. What happens when we have to dispose of these possessions and avoid taxation for our heirs? We are joined today at 4.20 p.m. once again by our monthly financial experts, Ash Malhotra and Salil Patil, who will explain the steps needed for better estate planning. The U.S. conducted its last national census in 2020 during COVID, when many enumerators were conducting the count with great caution and some politicians claimed the process was flawed. The results of the 2020 census are now available to the public for free and joining us today at 5 p.m. to discuss what the data can show is Census Director Robert Santos. Also, please do stay tuned in. For more news roundup, views, sports, and movie reviews. Movie is spelled <laughs> <laughs> happened? <That laughs> he didn't correct it yet. Okay, to be featured on the show or to advertise, please do contact us at 713-789-6397 or at Indo American News at Yahoo.com. Please pick up the printed edition of Indo American News, which is available all across across town at indian grocery stores also visit our website indoamerican-news.com which gets 60,000 plus hits to track all current stories and please do remember to visit our digital archives from over 15 years plus our entire 42 years of hard copy archives are available in the rice university library wow that's good to know so, folks, you have several ways of accessing all the information that Indo-American News has shared with you all over the years. And now, here's, here's Pramod the latest. with his amazing news roundup. Oh, thank you, sir. <laughs> new, new adjective every time. <laughs> Something right. about movies.
5: <laughs> okay, live from Indo-American News Radio, this is Pramod Kulkarni with the latest news from Houston, the United States, India, and around the world. At the top of the news this afternoon is the armed insurrection by the Wagner Group in Russia. The rebels first seized the Russian military com- command base at Rostov-on-Don, and uh, consisting of about 5,000 troops. I'm trying to get something on the phone right now. The, the, Wagner, <laughs> the Wagner column was heading towards Moscow from a distance of about 200 miles. In a nationwide broadcast late last night, Russian President Vladimir Putin called the rebellion a betrayal and vowed heavy consequences for rebel leaders such as Wagner leader Yevgeny Prigozhin. Uh, the Wagner forces claimed that they had been attacked from the rear in Ukraine, by the Russian military. In the latest development, there's a peace of sorts uh, brokered by the uh, Belarusian president, Alexander Lukashenko. And what has happened is uh, Prigozhin has called back his troops from heading towards Moscow, and then he's going to himself move to Belarusia, be- and all charges will be dropped against him. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. So at the crisis is basically averted.
4: Tactical move.
5: Uh, After a successful three-day state visit to the United States, India's Prime Minister Narendra Modi is currently on a similar state visit to Egypt before returning to New Delhi tomorrow. During his U.S. visit, the Prime Minister Modi led an International Yoga Day session at the United Nations in New York and then attended two dinners hosted by President Joe Biden and First Lady Jill Biden in Washington, D.C., Modi also spoke before a joint session of the Congress and held talks with Vice President Kamala Harris and Secretary of State Anthony Blinken at the State Department. Modi presented the Bidens with an exquisite sandalwood box, a first edition print of the book The Ten Principal Upanishads from 1937, and a 7.5-carat lab-grown diamond. While being nearly identical to mined diamonds, a lab-grown diamond is considered to be more socially and environmentally responsible. These are considered superior to diamond simulants such as moissanite or cubic zirconia. In return, India received GE's F-414 military aircraft engine for the indigenous production of the Tejas fighter, training for Indian astronauts at the Johnson Space Center in Houston, and the return of more than 100 Indian antiquities. Nearly 77 of these antiquities are with the Metropolitan Museum of New York. A joint U.S.-India panel is also being set up to help American universities launch college campuses in India, and for Indian universities to do the same in the United States. We are saddened to report the death of Sylvester de Cunha, the creator of the topical Amul Butter Holdings in Mumbai. We hope that the ad agency will have new illustrators and copywriters to continue the Amul tradition of delectable comments on current affairs. Here in Houston, the LGBTQ community will host the annual Gay Pride Parade this evening in downtown. The Pride Houston 365 Parade is one of the largest in the nation and pride organizers throughout the country have said a wave of restrictive legislative majors in the red states are driving record tr- turnout at the parades. In sports news, the Australian women are following on the footsteps of the men's team in the Ashes taking place in England. Playing at Nottingham, the Aussie women scored a record 473 three runs in the first inning and are now at 82 for no loss in the second inning. In return, the English women scored 463 runs in their first inning, only 10 runs less than the Australians. Basketball pundits are saying that the Houston rackets, Rockets rather, <laughs> Right. <laughs> <Did, laughs> there must be a tennis team with that name. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to come to that next, right? <laughs> right. The Houston Rockets did really well in the NBA draft. The San, San Antonio Spurs picked off the top prospect, Victor Wembanyama from France. Victor is 7 4 and is the best player in the draft. With their fourth pick, Houston drafted Eamon Thompson, a 6 7 guard and then a hot prospect, Cam Whitmore, in the set 20th pick. Hopefully, the Rockets will take off with the help of these young, talented players. Finally this afternoon, officials responsible for the upkeep of the Yamunotri and Gangotri shrines in North India have had to pick up massive volumes of wet saris from the banks of the two rivers. Uh, The officials have collected more than 1,500 pounds of saris in the recent two months. This is not a ritual, but a matter of convenience. Apparently, wet saris become very heavy to wear, so the women simply put on dry saris and discard the wet ones. (laughs) That's all the news for this afternoon. More views, discussions, and music as we continue with the Indo-American News talk show. And that's and a racket if I've ever heard one. <laughs> yeah, really. Time
4: for our commercial break. We'll be right back, folks.
7: And local community roundup. <laughs> Every Saturday. 4 to 6 p.m. On Masala 98.7 FM. Hi, I'm Jawahar. I'm Sanchali. And I'm Pramon. Indo-American,
2: Indo-American News Radio. <laughs> American
5: Welcome back listeners. Uh, I'm glad to introduce Ash Malhotra and Salil Patil with their financial information. Uh, a long-time resident of Houston, Ash is also a proud UofH alumni with background in computer science. This expertise developed into an IT security and managed services business, which he has successfully run for the last 13 years. Ash is a constant learner and teacher, expanding his business expertise into real estate and lately into the remarkable area of financial education. This, educating families about finance and the correct vehicles for growth, protection and tax benefit strategies, is his absolute passion.
4: Oh, okay, I can introduce Salil. Salil Salil Patil is an electrical engineer by profession, getting his MS and MBA from Lamar University. He currently works in oil and gas as a senior instrumentation manager. Given his technical skills and phenomenal number-crunching abilities, he dove headfirst into the area of financial education when the opportunity presented itself and has now made it his plan B in life. He's the passionate team leader of the FIFAF group. Welcome to our show again. Thank
8: you, thank you.
4: Gentlemen, good and to have you, you back.
6: Just, I think you know this, but what does FIFEP stand for? <laughs> that, Financial
4: for education no, it's, for families. It's friends
6: educating friends, friends educating and family. Friends and ab- family about finance. About, about finance. finance. <laughs> yes.
4: Yeah. As soon as I hear F, I hear think finance. <laughs> <laughs> Finally,
9: yeah. everything frigging
2: you want to know. Yes. yes.
9: Vincent, <laughs> Vincent. <Absolutely. laughs> a- avoid avoid the quote unquote F word. Yeah. Don't <laughs> <You know> want <more laughs> too many F words. Yes. Right? <laughs> yeah. Well, nice to be hello, back.
2: Hello. Thank hello. you very much. Good afternoon, Houston. So, uh, guys, uh, it seems like only yesterday that you were here. Yes, mm-hmm. but yesterday, meaning last Saturday, you were doing a seminar. Yes, we were at yes. the Sugarland in the, uh, Library in at the, the Sinclair Library. library. Synchorange. Synchorange. yes. yes and you were uh, you were joined by Meghna yes, Patel. Right? That is correct. Yeah. So, tell us a little bit about that.
6: So, this was uh, this is one of our community initiatives that you know the Sinclair Library actively encourages you know for anybody to come in and give some kind of financial education you know literacy, um, literacy yeah. you know financial literacy more than anything else so the, the the library collaborated with us the library advertised uh you know that and it was it was a very good event it was a little hot and there was a lot of simultaneous events going on over there but it was surprising how many kids we could get into that uh show so it was really nice to see huh, all huh. the young kids you know over there you had young kids yes they're like Kids in their you know like second or third year of college, or yeah. kids have just graduated out of school. So yeah, that's so wonderful. W- was that your target audience? It wasn't really. I mean, it, it's good to catch them young because the younger they are, the better they can you know better it is to to get them to change some of their old habits. But it was the parents as well who were there, and we also had a lot of good questions on LTC, which was, I think, as a result of the great two sessions that we had with your radio show. Oh. But LTC yeah. standing for long-term care, right? Absolutely. So we appreciate uh, you guys giving us the platform, and looks like it's picking up from here, you know. So really appreciate it, guys. So, Thank so you.
9: I will add this that uh, on the topic of young folks that were coming, in so at some point in the future, not not too far into the future, we'll we'll have. More seminars that are geared towards young people, towards teenagers, towards twenty somethings. Like mm-hmm. there is okay. one
6: coming up on July eighth at the same venue as well. So okay. Oh, really? really yes. Because because I think, at two and four uh, between two and they four. They
4: really do need that, you know, yes, the yes. Initial absolutely. Help but but boost.
2: why? But why in uh, in 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 uh, Katy? In Synchro N- Why no, not? No,
6: it's not like why. It's just like <laughs> we are residents of KD. We have, you know, affiliations with the Synchro library over there. It was just easier for us to, sure. to go and approach them. Uh, you know, my wife already has some... Um, affiliations with them with her art shows that she has done for the KD library. So it was uh-huh. just uh, easy. He
4: and I think maybe arrange some in the sugar yes, library. Absolutely. Yes, that, that yeah. is the yes. plan. It that is the, the plan to step.
9: expand outwards and you know at least cover Fort Bend County then go to. And Sugar, and, I
2: mean, KD is also closer to your house.
6: Yes. 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 That makes yes. a big difference. We are we residents, are of, residents Katie. of Katie. Katie so, so. So, that so that makes
2: sense. And Meghna was part of this. And Meghna what? was
6: part of it to talk about the the, the estate planning which is our topic today. Yes. Estate planning out wills and trusts. One good thing I wanted to tell you was so throughout about the uh, we were talking about a lot of things, you know what, what's what's a debt ratio, what is that, you know the 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 debt ceiling, so on and so forth. And we had a quiz at the end, mm. and the kids outfoxed their parents wow. at the quiz. So that just you. for example, what? So so we had a quiz, you know, like what is our what is our debt ratio, what is our uh, what is the difference between is marginal tax the same? As a small questions, we had a little survey monkey, we did a small thing just to see. How engaged the audience was, and you'll be surprised that the kids, kids were really picking well. on they on paid that. Yeah, which just because tells me that they I mean, don't have the aspects of financial personal finance ever explained to them the way that's they were true. getting it. You know? And also, mm-hmm. they're used to taking. Quizzes. Quizzes. Yes. <laughs> I'm sure we made sure that some of our, our options were like, do I need it? Whatever. You know, I think, I think that may have hit a raw nerve with somebody. All you know, in all yes. it was a great uh, experience to give something no, back to wonderful. the
9: community. And, and there's many, many more coming. So, you know. We, so like, what like would Salil you like said, to
6: tell us about estate planning?
2: Right. We, we're going to touch on estate planning today. And, and I think, it, like Pramod just asked, I think before we tell people what you can do, Want you explain what estate planning
9: is? Definitely, definitely. So, so the the real um, you know reason why we're here today is is to ask this fundamental question: whether or not we as citizens need estate planning. What's what's the reason for that? Is there is there actually a need for it? And and that will sort of answer the question of no, what you, is estate
2: you planning. You were very careful in your wording. Yes. As citizens... Look, looking
9: at you, I have to be careful. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, might, you, I might get awkward questions out of it. You know, so.
2: No, you said as citizens, but this applies to immigrants. No, it applies, immigrants. To, well, yes. it applies so, to immigrants as well. Immigrants as well. E- even yes. more
6: to immigrants, yes. to be very honest, as we will say, uh, discuss further. So, yeah, so,
2: in a nutshell, estate planning is... And and I'm about to tell
9: you that. Okay, yes. okay. okay. <laughs> so, so the, the need for estate planning comes out of a few... Few bullet points, if you were. Uh, one is, do I do I have minor children? Of mm-hmm. course. The 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 larger thing is, do I have children, and you know the, the, how am I passing on the legacy to them? But do I have minor children? That's that's a real catch part of uh, estate planning. Second, are are you a homeowner or a business owner? Either one, and and pretty much the answer to that for most of our families is yes. It's probably a resounding yes. Another crucial point in estate planning is that do you have a total asset value of 150,000 and and that would be quite easily covered if you're a homeowner in the you know in the, right. in the Houston metro area and and that 150 number is is sort of a broad number as an average across the US but for for estate planning purposes in Texas the requirement is 75,000 so people who are homeowners in uh, in Texas pretty much got that part covered so mm-hmm. yes the answer to that is yes you need estate planning if you have assets more than 75,000 in Texas next do you want to save on quote unquote death taxes and and that's that's been a favorite of uh, political parties it's been a punching bag on that you know how to increase or reduce debt taxes mm-hmm. and and you know we are not here to comment on that but but there are strategies to reduce. Any possibilities of paying debt taxes, and and uh, one one other part of the need for estate taxes is: Do you want to protect the privacy of your assets? And crucially, that uh, you know, a, a lot of people would like to keep their assets private if if they are passing it on to next generations, to charities, whatever it is. I don't need to let the world know what I'm giving to anyone. Right? That's, that's that's or what entirely. I what I'm leaving behind, you know, even I'm if, leaving. if
6: I'm not let, giving it to everybody. If I want to leave it behind as a trust. I just don't want anybody to know about it. I want perfect privacy of my assets. So correct, correct. The answer to any of these questions that Ash has asked is a yes, and yes, you need estate planning. You know, some so shape
2: you, you, you pointed, you made out six different items. Mm-hmm. Are there more? These would basically they, they, cover, majority, basically of, cover yeah. majority of it. Yes, okay, yes. so that being said, what is the magic number, 75,000 or 150,000? What what significance does that have?
9: It's uh, and And we are sort of going to flow into that as we start okay. broadening the okay, scope so. of what estate planning is. Okay, we can right. wait. Yes,
2: yes.
6: I, I mean, if I was just say in one word, you know, if you have less than $75,000, don't worry about it at this point in time, as yeah. far as transfer of assets is concerned. But when it comes to privacy of your assets, you know, that is not covered under that. So $75,000, you know, anything, you know, it will be easy to get it transferred to whoever without having these mechanisms in place.
2: Well, now, I'm being flippant, but not really. What if your assets are really debts?
1: Debt.
2: What is there to pass on?
6: Though? Exactly, that's not an asset. No, but you pass on a debt. To no, you a you no, you no, you do not. No, you don't. No, you do not. You don't. You when don't. you die, your debt dies with you. Yes. It doesn't. It, well, not, so not, not really. Not really. It depends so, upon agreement. Exactly. Yes. So yes. if you are passing on a a, a you know a trust worth a couple of million dollars. And you have debts worth fifty thousand dollars. Those debtors will come in, and they will get get it out of your trust. So, so that's me. that's why I'm saying it's not a flippant <clears throat> question. It's not happened? at all. No, not at all. But that's what I'm saying. You don't. You're not passing on debts. You're passing on the trust. The debtors come along <laughs> with that. The debtors come in. You don't say that I'm passing on my debt to you. Just say I'm passing on my trust to you. The mm-hmm. debtors now know who the you know the the trustees are, and they go. They find go out. after yes, them. They're absolutely. Absolutely, so it's not a free ride. It's not not a free ride at all. Absolutely not. (laughs) Anyway,
4: we're going to talk about assets. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I I can I can provide my personal testimonial that uh, Salil's wife Meghna Patel Patel, she did mine and she held my hand through every step of the way. And you will also be glad to know that, you know, I don't have any family here. So they also took care of that. You go through an executor and you can pass along all your assets to your family in India if you do not have anyone over there.
6: Exactly. Here. That's so,
4: useful information for many of our listeners. Sure.
9: Well, did
6: you include Pramodhanas in <laughs> no. part of your sorry, team?
2: unfortunately.
6: I no. think that's who the debts will pass on yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's a
4: very good one, <laughs> well, see, I'm here to take care of you, yeah.
9: Didi. Maybe, maybe Maybe it was only four or they're deserving, right? Ouch. <laughs>
4: that hurts.
9: Even, even 10% would have been a nice gesture.
2: And nice I, gesture, I, nice gesture.
4: I wonder if he will reciprocate or if I am there anywhere. Is <laughs> any of his uh, asset uh, distribution. I have a gift card for Subway you know. sandwiches. There you go. There you
2: go. <laughs> All right. So that being said, where do you want to start, guys? All right. Go and for it. Uh, Before we start, though, folks, we're talking to Ash Malhotra and Salil Patil about uh, estate planning. They are insurance brokers, and they have been on our show many, many times for the they're past financial
4: for, educators. Thank you. For,
2: Thank you. 14, yes. for almost for 14 months. 14 months been, now, yeah. yes. Yeah. That is correct. And they've, they've taught us a great deal. In fact, as you can tell, Sanchali uh, learned more than anyone else.
6: She has, yes.
2: And uh, also, they can be reached at 832-498-8452. No, no, that's not the number. That's yeah. not the number? Oops, no. go
9: ahead, that, that, uh, that Ash. Is, that is if somebody wants to, um, you know, get, get some food catering done for my wife. <laughs> <laughs> that also comes. Just throw it in, Ash. <laughs> it's 832-723-9555. <laughs> and that's my number. You know, You're welcome to reach out to me. 8327239555 That's right and there will be a quiz on that later Jawahar and also <laughs> add, add on
4: uh, you know catering Cater- <laughs> yes
5: yes all right and so but, uh, catering is also mm, transfer of assets yes <laughs> <laughs>
2: transfer of taste for sure yeah. mm-hmm. so that being said uh carry on guys where do you want to start yeah
6: so I, I just want to start with the, with estate planning right I mean why do we need estate planning so what about kids so if you want to if you want to establish a custody of minors especially for you know I realized it myself you know my wife and I here we travel you know as a family together husband and wife spouses together if something was to happen to us who's going to take care of our minor kids you know so in that case having an estate planning having a will in place you know clearly establishing custody of your children is, is extremely important
2: so are you saying sick- estate planning and having a will go hand in hand absolutely
6: they do so estate planning is basically the entire gamut where you cover your will your trust your health care directives everything together constitutes health care i mean uh, estate, estate, estate planning, planning. Yeah. in together right okay Correct. so so some of these things that you will see you know so my family what happens to my family how do i ensure financial stability of my family after i'm gone okay mortgage education living expenses how do these get take care of if, if you want to plan those using estate planning is one way of planning those things special situations we're seeing this more and more one of the one of the quiz um uh quizlets that we put up was which of these four diseases since the 2000s have actually gone up or gone down and it was uh Cancer, uh, breast cancer, heart diseases, stroke, and Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's yeah. Believe it or not, other than Alzheimer's, everything else has gone down mm. in the mm. US. I was going to say Alzheimer's. You're absolutely yes. correct. Yeah. And Alzheimer's has gone up by 123% oh, wow. Wow. since 2000. All others One of the decline. main reasons, yeah. guys, is because people are living longer. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, if you have to make any decisions, if you're in a, in, a, in, a, in a medically or physically incapacitated condition, you have to make decisions. Or somebody has to make decisions on sound decisions on your behalf Mm -hmm. you need estate planning in place most importantly if you wish to avoid probate and if you wish to avoid you know taxes which ash is going to go into detail in the next um, you know section on what probate is if you have to ensure that your asset goes to the right person if you have any conditions on how you would like your asset to be distributed after you conditional things you need estate planning in place and then last but not the least somebody wants their asset to grow as a legacy after like the Rockefellers for example how do you do that estate planning is a way in which you can ensure that your asset continues to grow it doesn't get liquidated it continues to grow you know so you can control your asset you can control the distribution of your asset and you can ensure that your asset is protected mm-hmm. from taxes to these things right so these are one of the, I'm just basically just harping more on why you need estate planning you know starting with children all the way up to uh, the management of your assets so you want to get it going on, on the probate. Yeah, yeah, So I think we can start with what, what is a will and you
9: know that. Absolutely. That so so th- this word wi- yeah, I'm sorry. You are.
2: Yeah, I was just going to point out that when you use the word probate, a lot mm-hmm. of people are not familiar with the I will that. yeah,
9: I will define that for yeah, you. so let's start with that. So so actually we are coming to it. So okay. started the will. where where the probate really kicks in is in association to a will. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And and a lot of people have heard this word will and you know, exactly what is a will simply, you know, it it is a person declaring that I will it that I want so and so to happen, you know, so certain set of conditions to be met, after I'm gone. And that's, that's what goes in a will document. Now, what can a will do? And and essentially a will is a legal document that sets forth your wishes regarding the distribution of your property mm-hmm. and the care of minor children like we pointed out in mm-hmm. the beginning that mm-hmm. you know minor children uh, have have a major role in uh, what we do in estate planning. Well, so uh, can
2: can I quickly Sure. jump in real quick. So what I'm reading right now is probate is the formal legal
9: process. Yes, like, I'm getting to it. We haven't gotten to probate yet. Okay, okay. Uh, all right. so and and all that fits into the will really so 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 let, let me first tell you what a will can and cannot do you know we, that we will know determine is, the probate that process, determines yeah. whether or not a person's properties or or their inheritance goes into probate right and we'll get to exactly what probate is and why stuff goes into probate right so what can a will do? A will can list properties that someone is expected to receive dispose of suddenly acquired properties Name a personal guardian for minors. We we talked about the minor children. Name an executor of the will. The first person who takes care of or handles your affairs after you pass. Mm-hmm. Right. Somebody needs to do that for you. A dispassionate third party who can help your family in times of need. Right. Now, now what a what can a will not do? Now, will cannot control retirement accounts and trusts and so on. Now, retirement accounts like 401k's are trusts in themselves. Correct. They do they don't belong under a will so after or or a will cannot alter any insurance policies or or any beneficiaries that have been named you know it cannot just cannot do that it cannot transfer joint tenancy property and and uh you just handed me an article that talked about joint tenancy properties and and a will cannot do that it takes some special documentation for that then the biggest thing a will cannot do is to avoid probate and we'll get to what probate is uh Couple of other points. Will cannot put conditions on gifts. So if I want to gift part of my assets to to one child versus part of my assets to the other child, I cannot Ash, put those uh, conditions. we
4: on will that. be going to a commercial sure, break sure. in a minute or so. So hold I'll your agree. thought. Uh, we have Ash uh, Malhotra and Salil Patil with us. They are financial educators who are uh, educating us more about uh, wills estate and estate planning and what all it involves. So stay tuned, folks. We'll be right back after the commercial break.
2: This is Indo-American News Radio, folks, and we'll be right back. Indo-American News Radio
4: India News
2: US
7: News World News Movie Reviews and Local Community Roundup Every Saturday 4 to 6 p.m. on Masala 98.7 FM Hi I'm Jawahar I'm Sanchali and I'm promoting Indo-American,
2: Indo-American News Radio <laughs>
0: Every year before I get a diamond ring, I gift for a diamond ring, but this year I left that dream. This year
8: I will bonus. nahi no, I
0: don't know that the diamonds is bigger in the world, so it doesn't need
1: a bonus. So now Maharaja. Same service, same quality and same low price. Maharaja Jewelers, 5821 Hillcroft, 713-784-5673, bringing diamonds to life.
3: Indo-American
2: News Welcome back everybody This is Indo-American News Radio And we're talking to Salil Patil And Ash Malhotra Financial experts I'm told that <laughs> the educators. educators Educators I don't know educators. what is so difficult About that Jawa
6: <laughs> I, I wanted... think I know you know it <laughs> 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 okay, but
2: uh, so we're we're discussing a very serious topic right now, which is estate planning. Correct. And apparently, uh, a listener just called in yes, with some and question. And
4: some questions? So I'll pass along her information. Of course, address, sure. You can give her a call. Thank you, listener, for calling
9: in.
2: And uh, so we were talking about probate and wills and so on and so forth. Uh, Ash, you were getting in yes in, deeper so, into this.
9: Right. So I, I, what I was going through was uh, what a will cannot do. And uh, the last last couple of points on that is that the will cannot reduce any estate taxes, and it cannot manage an estate. The will is not intended to manage an estate. And we'll get around to what exactly is used in estate planning to manage estates, right? Now let's let's just circle back to what probate is exactly. What is it, right? So probate is a process, or or let me back up. So in in the American legal system. Uh, broadly there is the civil courts and the criminal courts right and of course you've got the federal courts and whatever comes under that under the under, under the banner of the civil courts there is a there is a subsystem which is known as the probate system this is a set of courts that are meant to to decide on and pass on uh, you know properties and or make decisions on uh, minor children and all the points that we pointed out to, you know, once once a person has passed away. And if the person has passed away with a will, you know, they, they use utilize the will for part of that process. And if the person has passed away without a will, there's a lot of people who don't bother to make a will, mm-hmm. you know, which is a sort of a simple document that one should have. And and that passing away without a will is known as passing away intestate, without a will. And passing away with a will is called testate. For For whatever reason, there are these complex words in in uh, legalese but that's what happens so if a person passes away with a bill and that person is the last of say a couple you know if, if one part of the couple passes away more or less everything flows to the other part of the part of that uh, couple and if that second person passes away then this probate uh, court kicks in so what the probate court does is that it takes 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 in any information that it has and then it uh, gives out whatever it's supposed to give out in terms of property rights to children and so on and so forth it so allocates it allocates right now in this probate process you of course have a judge who's who's presiding over the entire process and you've you've got uh you know whether judges you've got to have lawyers right so that's that that's always going to happen now unfortunately the probate courts are backed up as anything you know as I'm, I'm sure your other guest might have told you it's not it's not a very current process so the probate process takes time sometimes it takes a few months but most of the time it's taking anywhere from one to two to three years to resolve and in the meantime the 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 people who are the beneficiaries uh after a persons passed away they're just waiting you know and uh, if they're in desperate situation too bad you know that's uh, that's just the part of the process so it one is it's slow second you know it's costly that there, there, there could be there could be a lot of machinations that go on with the will and you know people questioning the will and uh, contesting you, the will contesting the will right so it and all, all of that, the lawyers are involved. So you really do need to pay the lawyers. You know, it's coming out of the assets of the person who's passed away. So it's not, it's not any separate pool of money. It's all getting deducted from those assets. So at the end of the day, the beneficiaries get even less than what they might have gotten before.
2: That is, if if the will is
6: contested,
9: other otherwise too. Yeah, as long as lawyers are involved, you know, you've got to pay the lawyers. That that is right. Is so, what we're saying is,
6: if there is just a will and there is no trust which we're going to come to that goes along with it then transfer of assets can become a lengthy process because of the probate that automatically comes with not having a trust in place
2: and it, it becomes automatic also if you do not if you die without a will. Oh, if you die without yes. a will yeah yes. you are you yes. are yes. you, are, it's, you are extremely that 100%, that,
6: that's a 100% guarantee absolutely you know? absolutely, and I'm not saying that the results of a probate are bad. The results of the probate are delayed, delayed. Yeah. And, and I believe just, just you know it's just yeah. like justice delayed is justice denied, right? So it, it is delayed process because it, they're backed up. It's not like the court yeah. is doing it intentionally. They have to go through their legal machinations too. Right. And that That's takes why we time.
4: Have, so, we have we uh, have had a probate lawyer who has been on our show several uh-huh. times. Sure, he kept sure. insisting that make your will, make your will, make your there will. There you go. Yes, there yes. you go. Yes. And there so
9: you it go. will ease the process definitely okay. to have right. uh, have. Do, a and move. the main thing is your... like main thing is the probate is a public
6: process. Right. I mean, I, I I guarantee you, if you guys go to your your respective county, you know, um, assessor offices or uh, appraisal district offices, and you, you'll have to go look for it, but there is a place where they show probates. Yeah. And if you go click on it, my God, it's there's a lot of public information readily available mm. over there. Right. Yeah.
5: So yeah. what's involved in uh, creating a trust?
6: Okay. So I can, I can take that real quick. So in a trust, basically, you and your spouse, or depends, you know, whoever, significant other becomes the the settler or the grantor or the trustor of this. You basically take all your assets and you create a trust and you pass all your assets into the trust. Now, while you and your significant other, and I'm, I'm assuming, you know, a significant other as, as a spouse, are... Um, you're also going to be designating yourself as the trustees of that trust. And you're appointing your beneficiaries that would benefit from that. But in addition to that, if your beneficiaries are minors, you also have the ability to have successor trustees that you can now appoint who would take care of your wishes and transfer whatever your wishes are to your beneficiaries. Correct. So that is basically trust in a nutshell, you know, is is how you can do this to to transfer your property. And then in that case, you don't have to go through a probate process.
5: Do you need a lawyer to set up a trust? Absolutely not. No, you don't. Absolutely not. So how do you do it?
6: You can you can just give us a call and we can we can help you go through the process like i said this the process is very private hence you know it, it has to be on a person-by-person okay. basis and that is what we have done with with you know some of our our some of your listeners and some of our friends and family as well is okay. make started. sure that give us a call one thing Jawahar, that and promote and, and sanchali what you guys would appreciate is spouses as much as we are talking to each other financially i'm surprised at the deafening silence that you have between spouses a lot of times it, even in my house significant others do not know what it is a trust and a will gives you a perfect opportunity to list everything on one sheet of paper and have it handy should something happen to you so a question that i asked one of my uh, clients is if your spouse is not really aware of what is it that you have Imagine what would happen if both of you were not there, and now a third person mm-hmm. has to find out everything right. about you, yeah. correct? Because your children are minor, and these cases are happening here. These cases are happening here in Houston. You oh, know. Yeah. So I'm just saying that is uh, that, if anything, mm-hmm. should be ample reason for people to go and do this estate planning. You know, and and uh, let
9: me, let me just chime in here, Pramod. In in case it is not clear from our line of um, you know uh, ex- explanations. If if a person only has a will versus a person only having uh, a will and a trust, that the trust more or less guarantees that you don't have to go to probate court. Absolutely, okay. and and that that is really where that trust comes in really beneficial and and you know Salil so is going on about the trust so so I'll have him complete his thought yep, and then I'll sure jump so, so there the are two of
6: types it. of trust basically there is a revocable or a living trust which mm-hmm. is what 99% of us have and then there is an irrevocable trust so remember a revocable trust after the two the settlers or the trustors have passed away, it automatically becomes an irrevocable trust. Okay? So that is one thing to understand. Now, within the revocable and the irrevocable trust, I can tell you this, the living, you know, you can have an irrevocable trust while you are living as well. But that's only two percent of the one percent of the one percenters that really need to do that. Because right now if you if you know based on, you know, the Trump administration, it's I think it's twenty twenty four or twenty-five million dollars together is what you can pass. Onto your beneficiaries without the need of uh, a, tr- uh, a trust, you know. Sorry, without the need of a of an irrevocable trust. So all these things <coughs> factored into play. That you know, what do I need to do? That is why talking to our clients on a one-on-one basis lets us decide what would be the right thing for them. One more thing, I would say both revocable and revocable irrevocable trust, they avoid the probate process, okay? And then re- the estate tax avoidance, you can do that through you know, the irrevocable trust. And then does gift tax apply? So no, gift tax does not apply for a revocable trust, but it does apply for an irrevocable trust. So remember, because an irrevocable trust, that's what the Rockefellers have done. It's an irrevocable trust. So that trust is an entity that is paying out people that are part of the beneficiaries over there, okay? So, anyways, I just wanted to leave you guys with with that thought over on here. This segment,
4: you're not covering part of attorney or any of that stuff,
6: right?
9: No, no, not not really. No, no.
4: <laughs> Next slide. Yeah. All right.
9: So, so um, just to wrap it up, you know, so so that we we get a concise uh, understanding of exactly what's going on with wills and trusts. So, as as we explained, that wills are basically a public process. Okay. And, and, you know, it involves probate. So what a will does is that it goes into probate and then from probate, whatever is left in the, um, you know, in the estate, then goes on to the heirs or whoever the beneficiaries are. And, you know, a will, the, 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 the problems with wills are substantial, but, uh, you know, the, the court appointed guardians or conservators in case you have minor children is one of the aspects of wills. That if you, once a judge is appointed in the probate court, they will appoint uh, guardians for the children. And then, you know, you want that custody sorted out in your will so that the judge has an easier time making sure that the kids go to somebody that, that uh, you know, the parents have said that they should be going to. The probate fees again. We'll, we'll. The probate is the biggest issue in this. Uh, and,
6: and if you don't mind me just interrupting sure. for sure. one second, even if you have a will, it will still go to probate as long as it exceeds the seventy-five thousand dollars, guys. Correct. So remember, correct. Now, how fast does the probate come, and how fast it doesn't? It, it's all, you know, it's on under your luck. But just having a will, it it does not guarantee that you're not going to go to probate. Remember that, okay? Oh. If it's more than seventy-five thousand, yes, it may go into probate to it, yeah. because anybody can come and contest it. Like I was to pass away and. Ash, for example comes in and says still owes me $5000 yeah chances are uh, <laughs> very <laughs> very and and somebody says no we don't think so and we go no no he he goes no he does let me go and con- let me go and contest your will we don't want to do that right so anyways go ahead uh-huh.
4: conspiracy again yeah 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 my so, mic so. was not on right <laughs> sure
9: enough we, we we heard you loud and clear <laughs> but our
4: listeners didn't <laughs> so yeah. okay
9: so, no but listen
2: guys we we've got about 7 minutes before we go to our next guest and so we've only touched on one very minor part which is the minor child yeah and then we talked about the $75,000 limit correct but there's so many more elements to this that need to be
9: discussed absolutely and th- those so, are so those for, are... for
2: those people who who really want to know and want to know really quickly that the the thing to do is to call 832-723-9555 and that's Ash Malhotra and he can get you more much more information right away yes, 832-723-9555 i know that the next time we'll have them on it's going to be in a month's time yep and you don't want to regurgitate everything at that time absolutely. some of some of this information will, will already be very pertinent to people to ask absolutely so uh,
9: absolutely and, and and let me just add to that Jawar, that you know a lot of this process between wills and trusts yeah, is a very private affair yeah. you know we we need to understand where you are going with your um, estate, and your we are your overall too, right? and your kids and things of that sort. So, so all of that planning is hardly something we can explain within half an hour. But we just sort of touched on the points where what you should have and should not have. You the do? the essence of what we are saying is that you should have a will for sure. That that is the that that sort of is a minimum that you should do is to have a will. But really, really, because we know our audience. And, and what kind of asset values you have, especially if you own a home. That's as simple as it gets. Mm-hmm. You really should have a trust.
6: Correct. So a a trust is needed to avoid probate. No questions about that. But at the same time, you also need a will to capture everything that may not be covered by a trust. So it's basically, you know, a catch-all situation. So that's why we talk about... And the last thing that we have not even discussed, and I know we are running against time here, is the medical health care directive, also called Mm -hmm. as the medical power of attorney. Absolutely critical, you know, in in today's scenario to do that. So anyways, we'll just uh, just leave you guys with that. So do you have anything else to cover on the... um,
9: so so yeah so basically we've um, we've sort of summarized a little bit about what what a will does and you know trust can pretty much avoid everything all the downsides of a will especially the probate part of it and the the, the one overwhelming aspect of a trust is that it is totally private and and it is you know it's family control. there's, there's no outsiders required in a trust in the decision making on the setting up the trust. And, and that privacy goes, sort of flies in the face of probate court where everything is completely public. Right. So what do you need? That's that's the ultimate question. What do you need to do asset planning? You need three things and you need all three things. One is a will, one is a medical power of attorney, and you need a trust. So if you if you've got asset values which are over 75,000 in Texas, which again we will keep saying that most people we know probably fall into that category just because of your primary residence, you should have all three of these things. And-
2: it could be just as much as you just owning a Tesla these days. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> absolutely.
9: And
6: also note this: you know, um, you know, your your power of attorneys are individuals. So, so for for you know the spouse, spouse says each spouse needs their own wills are individuals, but a trust is a family trust. Right. So, in addition, you need like five documents, is what I'm saying. So and this another
4: is, thing you might want to cover is you know you become your tr- trust's own trustee, and then there correct. are some. Uh, tax um, implications which you have to, you know, while you're doing your taxes, you have to go and uh, basically declare that, right? So, that yeah, so
9: p- that, those are, those are a little more involved. Yeah, we yeah, can complex. go to it and later. from a CPS endpoint, CPA standpoint, we can yeah, we, comment we well, on that. About, yes.
2: Guys, hold on a minute. Once again, we've only got two minutes left mm-hmm. and we're going to be uh, uh, having to send out uh, some information to uh, our listeners. If you want to Get in touch with them with Ash and Salil. You need to reach them at 832-723-9555. and there they can give you a lot more uh, detailed information. Yes,
9: yes. As, as with as with anything else, in and the they can he, they can
2: buy you lunch at Panera Bread, <laughs> oh, <there you laughs> go. and Jawahar pays for it while you actually. I not anything ever while while you actually. <laughs> but I do get the points when you Bro- buy it. Yes, you and go, I just looking at each other. <laughs> so, and then you and, can and get a lot more information from them because, it's, as you can tell, this is a very complicated it, it and is. very long. And they're process.
9: very yes, and and they're very individually oriented processes. No, no two families will have the same kind of requirements. We, we really have to tailor it for every family.
2: But, yeah. but bear in mind that one, all, someone is going to die somewhere along the way. Absolutely. And that's we, we all that's will inevitable. Inevitable. <laughs> yes. And yeah. therefore, you need to make sure that your, your uh, descendants are, are not left with a little problem to handle. Absolutely. That's, correct. that's, correct. that's correct. the whole crux of the yes. matter. Yeah. That is correct. That's that's very well put.
6: Very well put. Yes.
4: Facilitate the process of transfer of assets yes. very
2: after
6: good. you're gone. Very Agreed. Agreed.
2: Agreed. Well, Salil... And Ash, thank you once again. We, we look forward Our to having you on. Your next uh, seminar is on July, July 8th, 8th at, at the Cinco Library. In KD, yes.
6: in KD. At, at yes. La Center Inter- in KD. What time? Between 2, 2 and 4 p.m. 2 and 4. Yeah, and you, can, you will be dealing with? Uh, the same topics. We are basically just regurgitating the same topics. over. So it will talk about college planning. It will talk about retirement, LTC, and then end with estate planning.
2: Great. Well, thank you once again for joining us. And once again, people, if you want to reach them at eight three two seven two three nine five 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 is the number. And this is Indo-American News. We're going to go up to our next guest who's thank holding you. already. Thank you. And thank we'll be you. back, folks. Don't go away. Thank you, guys, for coming.
9: Our pleasure. Thanks for having thank us.
2: Thank you. Of course, all, all, every time. Yeah, thank you. And uh, don't go away, folks. We're going to be joined by our next guest who is none other than the director of the U.S. Census Bureau, Robert L. Santos. He's already waiting on the line. And we're going to be talking about the 2020 census results. Yes. So
4: Looking forward to talking to him. So Right. And thanks again, Ash and Salil, for
2: very welcome, yeah, I uh, think sharing, quite sharing your you wealth so much, of yeah.
4: knowledge in this field. Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we're
9: here for.
2: The wealth or the knowledge? <laughs> Both.
6: <laughs> knowledge, is knowledge is power. Knowledge is wealth. Knowledge <laughs> is wealth. <Yeah. laughs> Thank you.
1: to Masala Radio, 107.5 KGLK, HD4, Lake Jackson, and 98.7 FM, K254BZ, Fairbanks. Masala!
2: Indo-American News Radio
4: India News
7: US News World News Movie Reviews And Local Community Roundup Every Saturday 4 to 6 p.m. On Masala 98.7 FM Hi, I'm Jawahar I'm Sanchali And I'm Pramon
2: Indo-American News Radio
8: Orisa Culture Centre, 16th Annual Houston Jagannath Yatra, Saturday, June 24th, 9am to 9pm, 3101 fuqua Street, 9 to 11.30am, Free Health and Dental checkup. 32530. 3 to 5 30. Odyssey, International Dance, Music and Vedic Chanting, 630 to 830 Chariot Pulling and Samohik Maha Arati. Free Dinner, Mahaprasad, Shopping Bazaar, Free Parking and
1: Kids Play Area,
8: 281-888-5220, OCC at ou
1: org. Stop using a razor. Start laser. Get ready for summer with Ameraju Laser hair removal. Full body, only $19.99 with lifetime warranty. Cool sculpting 30% off per cycle. Specials valid until June 30th. Visit one of six AmeriJuve locations for skincare and rejuvenation including microderm, microneedling, chemical peels, Botox and fillers. Call for your appointment 713 960-6262 or visit AmeriJuve.com Ameraju, Look good, feel Good.
0: If you think you're keeping up with the news, tell us what you know. Get on the Indo-American News Radio Quiz Show.
1: I think I know this. The only quiz of its kind on Desi Radio. In the US.
3: American News:
2: Welcome back folks, and now we're joined by our next guest, who is Mr. Robert L. Santos. He's the 26th director of the U.S. Census Bureau, and we're really delighted that he had the time to meet, uh, to call in and uh, to talk to us for a few minutes. His career spans over 40 years in survey research. Statistical Design and Analysis, and Executive Level Management. He previously served as Vice President and Chief Methodist at the Urban Institute, where he directed its statistical methods group. Santos has held leadership positions at top survey research organizations, including the University of Chicago's National Opinion Research Center, the University of Michigan's Institute for Social Research, and Temple University's Institute for Survey Research. His research expertise includes quantitative and qualitative research design, program, evaluation, needs assessments, survey methodology, and survey operations. He also has research experience with demographic and administrative data, decennial censuses, social policy research, as well as equity issues. Um, uh, Robert Santos received the American Statistical Association's Founders Award in 2006, the American Association of Public Opinion Research Award for Exceptional, Distinguished Achievement in 2021, Mexico's Otli Award in 2022, recognizing contributions to the Mexican community, and the Mexican-American Legal Defense, uh, Defense and Educational Funds Excellence in Community Service Award in 2023. He has a bachelor's in mathematics from Trinity University in San Antonio, and a master's in statistics from the University of Michigan. In 2023, he was bestowed honorary degrees of North. By North Carolina State University and San Antonio College. So glad that you had the time to meet with us uh, and to call us to call into our show, uh, Robert. How are you doing?
10: I am doing very well. Thank you so much for the opportunity. It's an honor to be able to uh, address your your audience. And um, I, I, I'm currently calling out of uh, the Washington D.C. area, but my belongs
4: in Texas. Well, <laughs> we're very glad to have you with us, and there's no feedback this time, so. <laughs> That's excellent. <laughs> the only
2: feedback you're going to get is the feedback is you'll us give us. From us. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but. Uh, I like that feedback. <laughs> I, I was really happy to have had the chance to meet with you when you were in Houston about, what, three, three four weeks ago uh, at the meeting with the ethnic media. And at that time, I was struck by the the some of the things that you were and you and your staff were sharing with us about the data that's available online, for and what it shows. So, the the kind of this kind of uh, breakdown of the communities, uh, income levels, uh, age brackets, yada yada yada. Can you talk about that, please? Uh, certainly. Uh, most
10: individuals now. Bureau of the Census because of our decennial censuses, but we conduct over 130 surveys uh, and two other censuses, one of businesses that's ongoing right now, it's an economic census, and one of governments. So we cover the vast array of economic and social and demographic types of topics. So we have information on just about every aspect of American life that there is, and it's all available for free uh, at our website at census.gov.
4: So, uh, Robert, you did mention decennial census. Can you please, for our listeners, you know, uh, benefit? Can you just explain how often the U.S. census is carried out, and what exactly is a decen- decennial census?
10: Uh, certainly, the decennial census is actually constitutionally mandated. And it is, it is conducted every 10 years, in years ending in zero, for the purpose, the primary purpose of apportioning congressional seats. Mm-hmm. So that's recalculated every 10 years.
2: I see. I, and, and so this was done for the 20, by using the, 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 the data from the 2020 census. So that's why, that's Texas, so is that why Texas now has an additional seat?
10: Oh uh, yes I believe they, they oh, two
2: seats right two, two
10: additional
2: seats right one of them is in Houston in the Houston areas the, I think Congratulations. The, yeah the seventh district that's where Lizzie Fletcher got in okay and um, but uh, what other things can you glean from the census that has implications for the average person uh, for
10: the, the ap- for the average person uh, there are there is information at very local areas, so you can find out in your community, um, in your neighborhood, uh, the composition of the population, how many people are in poverty, uh, how many people are in different income brackets. Uh, you can look at households and family compositions and things of that sort. You can look at um, at uh, education levels, at language spoken at home. Uh, there, there is a lot of race and ethnicity uh, detail in, in our data as well. And that's also true of businesses as well. Like I said, we're conducting the economic census right now, of which there's almost 100,000 uh, businesses included in Houston. Uh, and out of that, about one in six are from, from Asian uh, owners. So it's re- this is really rich, important data that you can use for community needs assessments for economic development for deciding where you're going to put a corner store or, you know, what roads are best improved and which ones aren't.
2: So you're saying you, you're currently doing the economic census from 100,000 businesses in the greater Houston area. Is that correct? That's correct. So, and one out of six may be Asian?
10: That's correct.
2: That's a significant number. Nice. Yes,
10: it is. Um, they, this uh, particular population is quite entrepreneurial.
4: <laughs> so how do you gather your information, Robert? And I noticed that you conduct over 130 surveys annually. So how, what is the survey process? How, how do you go about it?
10: Well, for for businesses like the economic survey, we have a master directory of all businesses in the U.S., that's constantly being updated, and we draw from that in order to solicit uh, by email and other me- methods in mail uh, participation in the in the in the economic census, so that you know we can find out about receipts and uh, the industry that they're in, the race and ethnicity of the business owner. On the population side, we have a master address file that contains every address of every housing unit in the United States. And we draw from that for things like our gold standard, or flagship American community survey that has a rich, uh, rich, vast uh, pool of information and characteristics on both the people and
2: households. Uh, so we, you, you, you mentioned earlier on that this data is available to, to anybody for free. What do they have to yeah. do in order to get to the data?
10: The the easiest way to get to the data is online,
2: mm-hmm.
10: and uh, there there are there is a uh, website called data.census.gov, uh, as well as simply going to census.gov, and uh, you can search on uh, on different characteristics or different years, different populations, and uh, Find out what data are available and then go to them. We also have data visualization tools that are very cool because it's basically a map of the United States, uh, just like on a Google map, and mm-hmm. then you can drill down uh, for some of our tools like community resilience estimates and get down to the census tract label. Uh, area, which is a, a pretty much an, a small neighborhood, and get characteristics on businesses and on people and on children and such.
2: But do you need to register and create a password and log in to this to get this? No, one? you do not.
10: You simply go on, uh, you find the data that you need, and you download it or look at it and do do whatever you want with it.
5: Uh, Robert, um, how do you
10: treat the uh, undocumented people?
4: Yeah, I was going to ask the same question.
10: Oh, well, thank you for the question that's that's actually very important the The Constitution calls for us to enumerate to count every resident of the United States, and that's exactly what we do. We go out and we do not ask citizenship question or document uh, the status of of uh, the the person if they happen to be. Uh, foreign-born. We don't ask foreign-born status on the decennial census. We simply count people who live in the United States.
5: Uh, That's great news. In the Chronicle today, there was a story about how the Hispanic population has become the largest group in Houston. Uh, I think their number is now 40.2%, and that's one of the outcomes of the 2020 census.
10: Uh, that is that is correct and that's because we count everyone um, and uh, the, the results are what they are um, we have seen that coming uh for a while also in texas uh, i believe that in texas for the first time uh in 2022 the hispanic uh population percentage outpaced that of the the white only population
2: mm. so the the percentage of the population but does that also, you can correlate that with the income uh, levels of the population of those two demographics. Uh, there
10: are data products that allow us to do that, like the uh, commun- American Community Survey. Uh, so that that can definitely be done, and it can be done by by age, by sex, by whatever.
2: And that's that tool is available on the census.gov website. Uh, we
10: yes, we actually have. A large number of tables that are produced that do that, mm. and you can simply look up the particular table that has the breakdown that you want wow. uh, by by different demographic characteristic, uh, or if you are a data nerd like me and others, <laughs> uh, you can you, you can uh, download the micro data. Mm. So uh, this is um, protect it's. Uh, protected against disclosure, but it has individual records in, in that are presented in a way that you can identify who it is. And uh, you can download the data and then run a statistical analysis, your tabulation, to, to uh, explore whatever characteristics you
4: want. So the statistical data, just for the benefit of our listeners, span a host of topics such as language spoken at home, race and ethnicity, income, Poverty, education, as well as businesses and much more. So my question to you uh, is about race and ethnicity. I um, attended one of uh, the census meetings a while back and uh, there were um, people of Middle Eastern origin and they were not quite sure in what category they belong because we have very wide ethnic groups like we belong, we as uh, of Indian origin belong to Asian and Pacific Islanders. And it is so broad. And uh, the Middle Easterners, they don't even know what category they belong to. Is, is there going to be, they did talk about at that meeting that they were going to reform some of these, you know, groups of ethnicities. Is that coming along or is there any progress? Uh, yes,
10: there, there, there are a couple of things to say about that. So the first is that we were able to, in the 2020 census, uh, capture uh, additional information about race and ethnicity uh, by having people write in other races and other categories besides their primary one of white, black, that type of thing. And and so we will be uh, releasing a product in September that has that features over uh, 300 race. Uh, and ethnic categories and mixtures of race and ethnicity, as well as 1,200 individual American Indian and Alaska Native tribes. So there's going to be very detailed information that's coming out from the 2020 census in September. Beyond that, the Office of Management and Budget, which is part of the White House, is in charge of setting standards for how we capture and how we report race and ethnicity so the Census Bureau doesn't have a choice but to, because that's it's the law, basically. Uh, we we abide by those, and that office has, um, with lots of prompts from the public as well as the Census Bureau and other federal statistical agencies, is revisiting that, and they are in the process of uh, creating new categories that um, that we can't guarantee, but almost surely will include uh, various. Uh, categories of Asian, South Asian, uh, and uh, the the MENA categories as well, the, the Middle Eastern and Northern African, and and even others like Afro Americans and things of that sort. They'll be they'll be able to to have different combinations that you can you can write down because you'll be able to, to if they accept the proposal, uh, you'll be able to check as many as apply as possible. You know, it's uh, all good. Yeah, it, it's coming along. Uh, wh- you.
2: While you were describing that, I was actually, I'm on the website right now and I'm looking at the maps and the income and poverty level map is the one that I drove up and it's telling me the income and earnings, um, average and median, et cetera, the percentages and so on for the greater use in area.
4: Does gender orientation, is that also included because that's a big thing these days?
2: Uh, Yes,
10: a gender orientation is currently not included in the American Community Survey, uh, or in most of the other surveys that we conduct. However, there are uh, a a few that we do capture it for because it's essential that it's captured. uh, One of which is an American Housing uh, Survey uh, that is sponsored by the Housing uh, the HUD. The Housing and Urban Development uh, Department, and um, the Bureau of Justice Statistics includes the SOGI question for their National Crime Victimization ah. Study, and there there are a couple of others. We are we are actually testing SOGI questions for the American Community Survey because com- Congress funded that for this fiscal year, and so we are excited about that and looking forward to. Uh, to seeing the results and seeing how we can progress in that area.
5: Uh, Robert, uh, the census takes place every uh, 10 years. Uh, Have you yourself noted any uh, overall trends in the American population over the last, uh, may say, um, half a century?
4: Robert, we are almost in time for a commercial break. Uh, so we will be back with you after the commercial break. So hold on to that thought and uh, promote. Maybe you can ask the question again after the commercial sure. break. And we are listening to Robert Santos, who is the director of the U.S. Census Bureau, and he is sharing his wealth of information and knowledge with us regarding, you know, the census that uh, the
9: 2020
4: the 2020, census. 2020 census that uh, you know we have the results out now and. they're working towards as to you know what changes are coming so please stay tuned everyone you are listening to indo-american news radio and we will be back after the commercial break
7: world news movie reviews and local community roundup every saturday 4 to 6 p.m on masala 98.7 fm hi i'm Jawahar. i'm sanchali and i'm pramon
2: indo-american news radio
8: Ekal Vidyalay non-profit organization impacted over 84,000 tribal villages in India. Community support has made Ekal's mission a noble reality. Ekal brings musical fundraiser Sur Sangam to Houston with Sarigamapa fame, Vishwanath Bhattunge, with leading artist and musical band. Friday, June 30th, Stafford Centre. 6.30 to 7.30, Social Art. Complimentary appetizers. Tickets starting from $25. Call 281-668-591 nine eight two or visit ACL.org.
3: <laughs>
0: Mahesh's Kitchen, a fine dining restaurant,
3: serves fusion
0: avocado bale, Chinese chaat, mango habanero salmon,
3: and traditional
0: vindaloo curry, lasuni chicken tikka, whole pump for
3: Mahesh's Kitchen, authentic organic cuisine meets beautiful modern decor. To go
0: and catering for up to 300.
3: Mahesh's Kitchen, upscale Indian restaurant and bar in Sugarland Town Center you Indo American
2: News. Welcome back, folks. This is Indo American News, and we are talking with Mr. Robert Santos, who is the director of the U.S. Bureau, the U.S. Census Bureau, and uh, promote. You had a question for Mr. Santos. Right. Um, <clears throat>
5: yeah, Robert, the census takes place every ten years, and I was just curious since you are a data nerd. Uh, what uh, g- overall trends you've noticed uh, in the american population say over the last uh, sure. 50 years in
2: the fabric of the american population yeah
10: yeah yeah i, I thank you thank you for the question i'm a data nerd uh, but i don't have numbers at the tips of my fingers but oh, okay. i can tell you i yes. can tell you some trends sure um, our our nation is becoming beautifully more diverse we're we're seeing increasing counts of people, not only from uh, different races and ethnicities, but all mixtures, multi-race, multi-ethnic, multiracial ethnic, and that is uh, an I think just an inevitable um, consequence of the fact that we're fundamentally an immigrant nation, uh, and we've we've seen uh, different influxes of different peoples from different parts of the world, and uh, we're Doing our thing as a nation, we're uh, you know coming together and uh, we're we're blossoming in a very diverse type of way. In fact, the children um, tend to be uh, even more uh, racially um, diverse and, and ethnically diverse than the older population. The older population still reflects sort of the '50s and the baby booms. It's principally a white population, but the younger you get. The more
2: diverse our population becomes. So, as a follow-up to that, uh, so does not this mean that the 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 way that the this American stereotypical uh, personality is is changing right before our eyes? It used to be the the, the white Anglo-Saxon Protestant, but that's probably not true anymore, right?
10: Uh, that is absolutely true and, uh, we're becoming, um, we're basically societies acculturating to our new population as it, as it becomes more diverse. And it's wonderful to see that. Uh, we have, you know, different languages, uh, and different media. Uh, and for example, in Houston, I went to Houston and there was, as you saw, about, uh, 15 or 20 different ethnic media, uh, representatives. And each of which represents a local community within Houston, because Houston is an incredibly, wonderfully diverse city itself. Uh, and, and it's just it's something to behold. And it's one of our greatest strengths uh, as a nation. And we need to take advantage of that and leverage that for our future.
2: Uh uh, on a follow-up note, you uh, have a, uh, the 2030 census is is going to be happening soon enough, I guess. It's already seven years down the road that, that you will have completed it. When does that whole census effort start, and how long does it take?
10: Uh, it started in 2018.
2: <laughs> really? <laughs> we, uh Yes, we
10: started thinking about what we were going to be doing differently as we were preparing doing the last finishing touches on the 2020 census. Um, so it, it necessarily takes uh, over a decade to prepare for um, an effort that is that enormous. Uh, it, it involves the largest civilian mobilization of the population uh, in, in the U.S. When, when we hire... Uh, two to three hundred thousand enumerators to go out into the field and knock on doors
2: and, and so it's
10: it's quite an effort
2: and are some of these enumerators are they actually members of the of the minority uh, segment of the population uh, uh,
10: absolutely yes we put out we put out a call and we're going to make uh, even uh, greater efforts to go to local communities and um, and work through Uh, ethnic media like this radio station Mm -hmm. to to see if we can do outreach and uh, garner an even more diverse workforce as we move towards the future because we absolutely need it. We need people Mm -hmm. from their communities going and and, uh, knocking on doors so that they can be seen as trusted messengers as well.
4: Robert, so what can we look forward to in the 2030 um, census? Because there are a lot of communities who are still hesitant, you know, because they may be undocumented or you know they may have language barriers and they do not really <coughs> participate in the you know census count. So, do you still think there we can do better and the outreach can be better?
10: Uh, we there is there are always ways that we can and should improve. Now, the the pandemic taught us that we as the as a, the largest federal statistical agency, could actually be really nimble and change. But the other thing that happened, which was profound, was that we uh, received the benefit and the support of local media, you know, of local community people, of pastors, of schools, uh, people in grocery stores, and of, of media uh, entities like like this wonderful radio station. And and we discovered that we cannot do, complete our mission on our own. We need involvement. We need a community of the whole approach that includes stakeholders and data users and community members and media. So our effort is to have a continuous relationship throughout the decade with folks like you. Well, and to talk about the data that we have.
2: If, if I could add to that, uh, there are certain pieces of data that's available regardless of whether you have enumerators coming uh, to your door or not. For example, driver's license, social security numbers. You have other, uh, uh, other data like this, credit card information possibly. Uh, is this not something that you are able to capture also? Uh,
10: yes, and in fact, we've been using different types of administrative data like Social Security and even IRS data and others um, since the year 2000 and possibly even before. Uh, the issue is how can we better use it each decennial census? We're looking to really maximize the use this type of this time around so that we can reduce the effort that we have to uh, put out, for the easiest of the people to, in households to count. And that will go, will garner savings that then we can put into the communities that are harder to count and do so in a way that's culturally relevant and sensitive to uh, to that particular community, whether it's a colonia in South Texas or um, a Chinatown in Philadelphia or whatever, or a tribe. Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah, promote uh, Robert. Uh, uh, you know, uh, I remember President Trump having some issues with some of the questions in the uh, census, and I was uh, very curious to know if uh, your position, director of U.S. Census Bureau, is a political appointee or whether it's a uh, part of the um, civil service. N- civil service. No, yeah, thank you. Thank
10: you for asking. <laughs> I am I am a political appointee. I was okay. uh, approved by the by the Senate by, uh, the Senate, uh, by vote. And um, the first thing I said in my Senate hearing was that I was not a politician. Mm-hmm. I was well, a that's statistician. That that's driven by my values, and, and including scientific integrity and objectivity.
2: Yeah, but we
5: may not always. Uh, have such a director? Such uh, a, if since it's a political appointee, there's a danger that uh, you know the country is so polarized. We may have uh, a more politically pointed appointee.
10: In, in other oh, words, that, how
2: how long is your appointment till?
10: Yeah, my my appointment is five years, and it's intentionally five years. It's by statute by law, and it is meant to. Uh, to cover more than one administration. Oh, that's great. And Mm. to go into the next. Uh, But we have a secret weapon here. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, And the the, the secret weapon to to preserve and advance the integrity of any data collection we do, be it a census or a survey, Mm -hmm. is our career staff. Our career staff are incredibly dedicated to our mission, to upholding the Constitution, and to preserving... The, the the sanctity, the privacy, and the security of the data that they gather. In fact, there's only a couple of handfuls of people that actually have access to the census responses or to the survey responses that people put in because we protect it so much. It, there are laws that guide that protection. You know, you can go to court and the court can mandate that that somebody gets your medical records and your tax records no court in the world can ever subpoena our census response responses or your survey responses mm-hmm. it's not possible because that is would be illegal
5: oh, robert good uh, with to know. The,
4: with our uh, us population exponentially growing with the number of immigrants filtering in in thousands you know every day um is there uh, any way of you know um including all of those people in the next census, because, you know, every day there's new immigrants coming in.
10: Um, our mission is to, constitutionally mandated, is to count every resident of the United States. So it doesn't matter whether nobody enters the U.S., or nobody immigrates in, or a million people immigrate in. If they're living, if they're residents, of the United States, we will count them.
4: So, is the okay, U.S. Census Bureau of uh, staffed fully? You know, staffed enough to be able to keep up with the population increase?
10: Uh, yes, we we are, and part of it is that we have some of the best data scientists in the industry. We have the best statisticians. We have the best administrators. I mean, I'm really proud. uh, of the skill level and the expertise of our staff. And a lot of what we do can be done uh, through computing and through our various administrative records. And we're finding ways every day to reduce the burden on respondents, on people that we ask for information on. And uh, that's going to have, we believe, great benefits when it comes to the 2030 census, as well as a lot of the ongoing surveys, because every day we're knocking on doors somewhere in the U.S. That's for one of our surveys. Uh
5: That's good to hear. Uh, Robert, uh, I think the enumerators have a great responsibility to uh, worm their way throughout the country in uh, all the different locations to uh, find uh, people who may not readily respond to a survey.
2: Yeah, that's true. That is absolutely correct. But now, is there ever a case where there's hostility towards an enumerator coming to the door, where they say, no, get off my property and I don't want to tell you anything?
10: Certainly, that that ha- that happens on occasion. It's rare, but it does. It will occur um, more more often. People will simply not enter the door, uh, um, as opposed to um, you know being being hostile. Uh, it's actually pretty rare for people to be hostile.
2: I see. Uh, I I wanted to ask a, a question of, and using myself as a, as an example. Uh, do you? think that if I was going through the census.gov website, I could I could tailor it down all the way to where it could tell me where I lived, how much I made, where you know, my family composition. Is that amount of uh, data uh, available?
10: Uh, that that amount of data will never be available. Mm-hmm. I see stay anonymous the, your responses are protected by law. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we we cannot what we do is we publish uh, aggregates so you can take the, the the a group of blocks called a block group or a census tract, mm-hmm. which is a small neighborhood, and you can find out in total how many people uh, exceed X amount of income, or how many uh, how many uh, families, uh, how many households have families in them, uh, and things of that sort. But you you can't deduce. Mm-hmm. Uh, we actually do something called disclosure avoidance, mm-hmm. where we in we infuse statistical noise into some of the numbers so intentionally, uh, just a small bit, so that you cannot make that disclosure.
4: Robert, what is your strategy for the enumeration of uh, historically undercounted populations? Because that's always been a challenge, right?
10: Uh, yes, that, that has always been a challenge. We're, doing, we're working on a number of fronts. Uh, The first of which is to get access to as many useful um, administrative records as possible, which includes state-based administrative data. Uh, And the uh, second is to, we're doing research on how to approach these types of communities and what methods to use and so forth. And the third, which is to me the most important, is that we're having, in a continuous engagement approach, where we're going out to communities, we're engaging, we're talking to to pastors, we're talking to community leaders and folks in school districts and uh, local councilmen. We're talking to tribes and tribal tribal nations, and we're in the process of showing them and demonstrating the value of the data that we are collecting, and we have data dissemination experts to help them and to help the public as well. So we're doing that type of thing, and we're looking to form a trusted network ecosystem so so that we don't wait until year seven in order to say, oh, let's get the community ready for the census. Instead, we have a continuous relationship that is truly two-way, where we supply data that's useful for your community and you help us and realize the value of that and work with us on getting better participation in these uh, underlying communities.
9: That means –
10: no, go
2: ahead – yeah, no. I was just going to say, Robert. We we are almost out of time. We've got two minutes to go before our last segment. We actually had you on for about thirty minutes. We thought, but we got so involved, and we were so appreciative of all the information that you were giving us that we just l- let the conversation flow. I hope that was okay with you, time wise, also.
10: Oh, ab- absolutely. I'm I'm at your service. Uh, this is. I'm on a mission to put a human face on the Census Bureau. We're not a bunch of uh, folks, you know, uh, isolated in our offices. We are human beings. We have culture. We have values. We have scientific expertise, and we use all of that.
2: Yeah and, and, yeah, and, and, yeah, and furthermore you have a great radio voice you need to be on this side <laughs> <laughs> that's right <laughs>
4: thank you and all the very best for the 2030 yeah. and census
2: we, we would love to have you back on the show another time and uh, the
4: 2022 economic census right and uh, 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 we will it's get ongoing. that information
2: and I know that Naomi is listening in on the, on the program so hopefully she can help stir you back to our station another time uh, for some more conversation. So, thank you, Robert, oh, oh, for I, being such yeah, an let, let eloquent. Say, yeah, let me. Yeah, go ahead.
10: Let me say. Uh, let me say hello to all my family in Houston. So I hope. Okay.
4: A- oh, <laughs> I hope they're listening. <laughs> yes. yes <thank laughs> you. Yeah, look. Right. We look we'll, we'll send you the Spotify link. They can listen to you at yeah, any time. Okay. Yeah. Thank <laughs> you thank sir. so much. Thank
2: you very much. We you appreciate your
4: time. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye time. Bye-bye. bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Thanks.
2: So that was lovely. Now we're going to be going into our last segment. We're almost at the uh, end of this segment, and we'll be back after these commercial messages, folks. Don't go away. This is Indo-American News, and we hope that you're learning as much from us as we're learning from our guests.
0: The most beautiful
1: diamonds, precisely crafted in eternal designs.
0: Maharaja, best quality diamonds at pre-inflation prices. Maharaja, bringing diamonds to life.
1: 5821 Hillcroft, 713-480-6776.
3: American
2: News. welcome back folks this is Indo american news and we are now in our last segment where we actually talk about whatever is under the sun and these days <laughs> <laughs> it's the burning hot sun
4: jawahar gets on his soapbox and yeah, yeah but uh,
2: let's start with sports well well I, yeah I, I knew it I, I do. I, there's one very important thing that, you, that I need to show. Okay. Share to with share our with
4: listeners. Go ahead, Jawahar.
2: If you, mm, if, get it out of your system. Out of my system. Out of my system. If you remember way back when during the elections for governor and so on, I was telling people to be, uh, be aware or beware of, of Dan Patrick's intentions for tenure for college professors. Mm-hmm. Well, State Bill 17 has passed.
4: Uh, What does it say?
2: State Bill 17, and you need to remember who the author of this bill was. His name is Brandon Creighton. He's a Republican from from Conroe.
4: Montgomery County.
2: Yeah, he authored both bills. There are two bills. One is for the um, diversity, equity, and inclusion programs for employee hiring. So that was the one that passed and they you no longer can use any of those criteria when hiring an employee. Oh, okay. Okay. Which, in a way, maybe if there's enough uh, diversity in the, in the, in the Population, staff... Population, yeah. In the we staff. We just heard about it. And if there's enough qualified people, that's not a bad thing. Yeah. But wh- what it is is a bad thing is if they're hired and they're always on the bottom end of the, le- of the ladder. That's true. And so that's where it really becomes a the problem. And in
5: this, uh, you know, legislators uh, area, Conroe, uh, I think the college is Lone Star College, right? Lone Star
2: College, yeah, Montgomery yeah. County. Yeah. Right. So then the other part of the bill was uh, codifying restrictions on tenure. So as I was telling everybody back then, If you're voting for Patrick, you might uh, want to understand what Patrick had uh, rolled up his sleeve. His original plan that he pitched was to ban tenure entirely. Mm. But Patrick said last year it was a necessary step to combat liberal college professors who attempt to indoctrinate students with critical race theory. In other words, social engineering on his part.
5: Right. He's doing the social engineering, but most of the tenured people... Are probably white uh, Anglo-Saxon Protestants. Correct, correct.
2: But so, so, so
4: no one is going to be on tenure track anymore. Well, no, but well, what, no. What, passed, yeah, what
2: what passed? What what passed is is not that. So a lot of college professors warned that ending tenure would endanger the ability of Texas colleges and universities to recruit faculty. Yeah. So House Speaker Dade Fellon, who is a little bit more pragmatic and he's on loggerheads with Patrick anyway, Mm -hmm. was skeptical about the proposal by Patrick, and the Senate passed its tenure bill, but the version passed by the House changed significantly. Okay, so now tenure faculty can be fired for cause, and there will be required periodic performance reviews, but the bill mirrors the existing tenure policies of many large research institutions, so it hasn't changed. Yeah, so oh, okay. nothing is... Okay. That, so so that's a th- good thing. thankfully that it hasn't changed, and uh, one of our own community members, the president of, U- of UH, UH, Renu Cathor, she said in, uh, in a recent letter to faculty and staff that she similarly prepared f- for these changes but expects more conversations to happen. But uh, now Texas is the... Uh, this, now the largest state to carry a ban on diversity, in, uh, inclusion, and uh, what you call it, equity programs. It will stop all public universities from having DEI offices or employees. So what really gets me about this legislature, and I mentioned this to one of our columnists, uh, Chris Tomlinson, mm-hmm. that he should maybe make, take note and write about this, is that this legislature and the previous legislature, which happened uh, two years before, aren't interested in issues like climate change or or engineering projects of the large magnitude that would be required to protect Galveston coastal areas and so on.
9: Or the power situation. They're
5: not interested in uh, uh, climate change, but they're interested in social change.
2: Social engineering is what they're doing, banning abortions, banning trans uh, things, the, the bathroom bill... The uh, well, this this DEI thing, the tenure track, property taxes—they're not doing anything to 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 make Texas uh, be better prepared for what we're facing right now. And they, they've even given ERCOT immunity from being sued, right, for any of the freeze-related damages. But I think
5: this is primarily the last stand of the white folks because. The
2: census uh, is on our side. Well, the census is, but our own people...
4: Representation is not
9: enough.
2: But our own people sometimes are not on our side. I'll give you you one example. (laughs) Last week I got hate mail. You guys saw that, right? Yeah, yeah. I got hate mail because because the quiz that we had, we talked about Trump and we made some comments about Trump. Because yeah. he was
4: in the news, you know. Well, he was in the news. It's all based on current events. What's going on around you?
2: But my my comments may be stung a little bit, and so they're thinking your opinions, yada yada yada. And how come you didn't say something like this about Biden, etc. Et yeah, cetera. this is what about is it? We had a so question about. Uh, they wanted
5: balanced with some, Biden today. Some dirt on Biden, right? Yeah, but the
4: thing is, if there is anything related to Biden that has happened in the last week, we will. Absolutely have a question. Like today we had a Hunter Biden question, but yeah. last week it was Trump, Trump, Trump all in the news. This Cor- week we hardly had any questions or correct.
2: Trump. So but but the thing is though that these are the same people who used to love listening to Rush Lumba. Yeah. <laughs> and right now they listen to Michael Berry, yeah. and they don't have any problems with any of what he says. But when they're true. listening in, and we are supposedly the woke people, yeah, they have problems listening to us. So we are our own worst enemies. While we all this stuff is happening, all we are trying we, to
4: do is cover the news. You know,
2: we are supporting this very people who are trying to make sure that we don't get higher up on the echelon, up the stairway to heaven. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's my soapbox. All right.
5: Right. That well, was good, good uh, let's discussion. get to sports. Yes. How about uh, the ashes?
4: You're watching the women's ashes? Yeah,
5: women's ashes are But We should talk about the men's, because yeah, the, the men's
4: w- ashes was very interesting. Yeah, that yeah. too... Especially the last... Uh, Be careful yes, how you happening. say those words, guys. <laughs> <laughs> the ending was quite gripping, uh, yeah. you know, quite unusual and for a test match. You ending. know, in the
5: beginning, I thought England would certainly take care of it.
4: Remember the very f- last week I had asked you, do you don't you think Ben Stokes uh, declared too early? Yeah, and yeah. sure and enough, it, exactly it was their what, that's downfall. Yeah,
5: And uh, you know, this time, the women... Uh, uh, Played till uh, a long time. Yes. Yeah, they had a magnificent score. Right, right. So both, both, realized, both teams. So yeah, yeah. yeah It will be an uh, interesting. But end. you know, the on the fifth day of the the first Ashes, Ben's Ashes. It's, uh, Nathan Lyon was a tremendous. Uh, of course, uh, him
4: and Pat Cummins. I yeah. just remembered, you know, Pat Cummins plays for Kolkata Knight Riders. Yeah, remember he had made like a fifty and like twenty balls or something. Right. Uh, you
5: can understand Pat Cummins playing well, but right. Nathan Lyon, you know, the
4: Australians—they just come through. It's yeah. the, it's in their system. It's in their b- blood. As, uh, <laughs> yeah, winning uh, cricket matches runs in their veins. Has
5: Nathan Lyon played uh, in the IPL? I yes, no,
4: I can't remember now.
5: Yeah, but I think IPL has made the tail uh, much better at. batting. Absolutely. yeah yeah. So but
4: it's good that they you know, were able to win. I, the I wanted them test. to win actually, yeah, yeah. They, they. were. Well, good. I was yeah. uh,
5: you know, I didn't have a, um, anyone in state. Uh, I was rooting for both the teams.
4: Yeah, yeah, they were equally poised. I think if Ben Stokes hadn't declared that early and made a few more runs, uh, yeah, that would have been because they were better. playing really well at that yeah, point. Yeah, Joe Root and
5: that's true. I yeah. think that was a problem. Yes, but the women's Ashes, uh, Australia, even the women are uh, seem like they're a slightly better team.
4: Exceptionally, yeah, talented yeah, group really, of yeah. players. Yeah, there's something scored. about the
5: Australian. Uh, fitness.
2: And is it fitness or drive or what is it? It's, there?
5: it's a combination. All of it. They're a younger country, more aggressive.
2: Aggressiveness. Yeah, yeah.
5: They have all that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I've got a couple of items to announce if I can. Sure, yeah. and sure. Then, you can, then we you, can go to movies. You can think about this real quick. I'm going to end with a movie. One of this is the 2023 ICC Bhalla Scholarship Application. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're they're uh, they're asking for these applications. If you want to get be uh, able to receive up to five thousand dollars in scholarships uh, from this B O S S thing from the India Culture Center, uh, you should what does it
5: stand for, Jawahar?
2: Bala, uh, uh, I don't know what the old stands for. It's it's there somewhere, <coughs> but it's this scholarship. Yes, sponsored by our Dr. Rajpala. Dr. Rajpala, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, it's five thousand bucks. You can apply to win. The download the application at Icchoustontx.org and email it to ICCBOSSHoustonTX at gmail The application to apply is July the first.
5: Okay, very soon.
2: And then I'm going to give you the intro to movies. If you have missed watching RRR, and I can imagine there's only a very, very few people who have not seen it
4: because it's available on Netflix or Amazon, yeah, yeah, yeah. one of the Brazilian. But yeah. if
2: if you have missed it, then you can uh, you have a chance to watch it June 29th and Jul, July 6th and July 9th at the Museum of Fine Arts. Oh, really? The, they don't have the best sound system or the best <laughs> screen, mm-hmm. but at least you can see it inside yeah. if you want to. Okay, and at then least
4: th- on the big screen. Yeah.
2: There's two or three other... You
4: can dance to Natu Natu.
2: Tamil movies coming along in the local theatres and you had movies to talk about. Yeah,
5: and can you imagine, you know, for a while Tamil movies were doing so great. Now we finally have a movie that's not done so well and uh, Sanchadi has seen it. Which yes, one?
4: Adi Purush. Adi
2: Purush. Adi
4: means ancient or oh. old. Oh. You need to learn some Hindi and Sanskrit. Ada is fine. That is the and this is the. You won't know the difference. <laughs> she cuts okay. me off. So, oh. Tell us about oh So it is basically an adaptation of Ramayana, the age-old epic. Uh, Valmiki's Ramayana, right? Ramayana. And it has, um, you know, all these stars in the movie where Prabhas plays the role of Ram. Kriti Sanan plays the role of Sita. And Saif Ali Khan plays the role of Ravan. So Ooh. a lot of computer animation, graphics and, you know, a lot of AI, I would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, didn't create that much of an impact. It was okay. And, music. Uh, it was three hours long. Yeah. Music, uh, music was also okay. There were some romantic, uh, you know, songs. with uh, Between Ram and yeah, Sita. Ram and Sita yeah. uh, romancing each other. But overall, it didn't create that much of an impact. I saw it on the big screen because, you know, to justify all the visual effects and all, but it was yeah. just okay to. Oh, okay. One but, of the controversial uh, things. Saif Ali Khan, it seems, is getting rave reviews about oh, okay. his portrayal of Ravan Achha. because they made him look huge and humongous ah. and, you know. Mm, yeah.
5: That's great. But uh, there was a controversy about the dialogue written by. Yes,
4: the dialogue sucked. To tell you the really? truth, it did. Especially it, for uh, from Ramayan, you know, uh, uh, you don't Hanuman. expect exactly. You do not expect that kind of dialogue. But it's a modern day version of Ramayan, so they tried to get away with it, but it fell flat and it 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 didn't really. You know, give enough respect to the epic. You know? uh, so, did uh, uh, uh,
5: Hanuman sound like a tapori?
4: <laughs> Some of the dialogues sounded oh, okay. tapori, which I was like, ah, no. <laughs> okay. But, uh, I mean. Well, that's too bad. So so it because. A, uh, yeah, Teri it w- jali kya, you know, when uh, does it burn? <laughs> oh, so, okay. you know, things like that. It, it just, yeah. So the best best and things, words like that so they 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 didn't do justice
2: so no no other movies on the horizon for you guys uh, i hear adversity uh, or oh, asteroid city asteroid city you know it's a new movie from wes anderson wes anderson sure he hmm. makes good comedies he does uh, apparently it's got 3.5 stars out of 5 okay that's not bad but now other movies like flash have flaw, fallen flat on the face yeah
4: but then there are a couple of other movies uh, that are uh,
2: in the works
4: uh, right now. Yeah. So one is I Love You. Yeah. Yeah. And then there is another one which is Tiku Weds uh, Sheru.
5: Yeah. That has Nawazud, Nawazuddin, Nawazuddin Siddiqui.
4: Yeah. So it's again about that urban couple who's, right? Something like yeah, that, yeah. the storyline? Yeah, yeah they, yeah,
5: they get married for... Oh, uh, they're wannabe actors with yeah. silver
4: screen dreams. And they're in a marriage of convenience so that yeah. they can get into Bollywood. So they none of them have got real good ratings. Abneet Kaur and Nawazuddin Siddiqui. And the other one is uh, I Love You. So yeah. that movie has got... Uh, Rakul Rakul Preet Singh and Akshay Oberoi. So that also hasn't got Yeah, I think these
5: are minor movies waiting for a big blockbuster.
4: Yes, the big one is Bhaijaan coming, right? Oh, okay. Salman Khan. Salman Khan, yeah.
5: And then there's a uh, good uh, English movie called Extraction 2. Yes, yes, uh, On Netflix. Yes. And it has Chris Hemsworth. Right. And it's supposedly bigger and bolder and a great action movie if you're into that. Mm
4: Mm-hmm. And then there is uh, another series uh, called Black Mirror. I was told that it's really good. And one interesting movie it's is... It's a uh, British television oh, series. Okay. Yeah.
5: okay. Uh, one interesting movie is Flaming Heart. It's a movie yes, yes, Eva Longoria. And yes. it's about how this uh, Mexican janitor yes. created that flaming hot, hot cheetos. cheetos yes yes i saw the preview popular. yes yes but yes. i think that's now being contested by the fritos management oh really yeah
4: but i love the flaming hot cheetos they okay. taste really good
5: yeah that that's true yes but have you seen the movie yet
4: no not yet i saw the preview so it's I know on about disney
5: it. hot, hot star i think
4: aren't they showing it at the theater i don't know
5: uh, it says Disney plus hot
4: And I think uh, they're still showing Zara ke, Zara Bachke ah, with uh, okay. Vicky Kaushal and uh, Sarah Likan. Oh, okay. Uh, that's also about uh, uh, an urban couple trying to find privacy, you know, accommodation so that they can oh, okay. they can move away from the joint family. Yeah. Well, It's supposed to be a romantic comedy. Oh, ah, um, okay. Yeah.
2: Neat. We've got about two minutes to go. And I just want to uh point out that next Saturday mm-hmm. is the first of July, right yes right it is. And yeah. just and then the second and third is the fourth a holiday uh fourth yes. is a Tuesday? So the holiday is the fourth, not the yes, third. Right. Third. right. Yes. So so it's without uh,
5: continuity. Yeah. So a lot of people are going to take off the third. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's true. And, and make then, a long weekend out of it. That's true. And uh, this uh, coming Saturday is Jyoti's show. Right. Mm-hmm. Classically yours. And uh, she doesn't have a, uh, settled on a ra- rag Raghi. yet. Mm-hmm. But it will be Bollywood uh, or other kinds of songs based on classical mm-hmm. music. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So stay tuned next Saturday at 3 o'clock.
2: Yes. Correct. And then we, Sanchali and I will be off. We won't have a quiz that, that week. But right. we are looking forward to having people with us the following week.
4: Right. So please, if you and are really actually, interested. And
2: actually, I just wanted to mention that the quiz for July the 8th, the people who are going to be on are the crew of Hungama Radio. Oh, oh really? All three of them will be on.
4: Oh, that'll be so interesting.
2: So, mm. so we've, de- we've decided that it may be easier to do things that are commonalities between people so they can talk about their pet projects at mm-hmm. the same time. Oh, okay, we've sure. We've had Hindu Worship Society, we've had uh, I- IMAG, we've had ICAM, mm-hmm. we have YLDP. So, what the heck? Yeah, Why not? yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: That's a good way to promote... Mm-hmm. Our quiz contest. I correct. think I know this, and so we're looking forward to it. And we're
2: um, looking forward to Jyoti's program next Saturday. Correct, correct. Classically yours, and so and then, um, uh, I'm. I'm signing out. We're almost at the end of our program.
5: Right, and it's been hot, and it's going to be continued to be hot, and hopefully we'll have some thunderstorms in the evenings.
4: Yes, we need to cool down a bit. So, okay, folks, signing off for today. This is Sanchali, and, and uh, stay. In the shade, be hydrated and stay cool.
5: Yes, uh, this is Pramod. Uh, enjoy uh, staying inside and uh, uh, enjoy some hot tea. <laughs> hot, hot tea? tea?
4: Whoa, <laughs> a cold drink. <laughs> a margarita on the but rocks. Apparently
5: hot. Drinks make you make you cooler.
4: Oh, okay. That's why he's drinking a hot cup of coffee. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right, guys, we're babbling on now. So we'll see you next Saturday. I'm out of here. Bye. Take Bye. care. Enjoy the weekend.